All I want to say is, it's been a while. I know y'all missed this lovely voice. And I just want to say welcome back to Spanimous. Episode 5 for a lot of y'all. Episode 1 for the newcomers. Obviously, if y'all don't know what Spanimous is, it's an acronym for Sports Anime Music. And some three things I actually would like to do and watch and listen to. So, with that being said, welcome to Spandamus episode 5. I'm finally back. I know I left y'all waiting. Shoot, I'm kind of mad I did. Had a lot going on, but I had to make sure I was in a good place to continue to try to put out good content, grow, meet the people I needed to meet, and do what I needed to do. So, as always, let's just go on and hop on straight into the good, juicy stuff. Y'all already know I'm a lover of basketball. I've actually gotten back into it since I tore my tendon a few years back. I'm actually hooping in a little city league here in Tampa. We 2-1 right now, and I still ain't even hit, you know, peak prime form yet. So, these uh, other bigs that think they can guard me. You, if you having trouble now, by the end of this month, it's gonna be even worse. But I ain't finna talk shit about that right now. Maybe later. So everything has been good. I mean, I can't complain at all. I've been working, thinking of stuff. You know, networking. The stuff you know you're supposed to do. And I'm not going to bore y'all too much, especially about how the NBA offseason has gone. You know, with all the blase, blase, the hoopla, oh my gosh, Kawhi did this, LeBron did that, AD went here. You know, we we complain a lot about super teams, but it makes the league, it, it makes watching the games exciting because you're like, oh, now this game is going to be boring or that game is going to be boring. No. If you're a resident of L.A., you're in heaven right now, whether you're a Lakers fan or a Clippers fan. Like, you have Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, who obviously was an MVP candidate before, you know, his shoulders started messing with him. And that is with him playing with Westbrook. So, imagine what it's going to be like with him playing with Kawhi, you know, Patrick Beverly, Lou Will, and having Doc as the coach. And then, obviously, I mean, LeBron is LeBron. You have Jason Kidd as one of your assistant coaches. You have Frank Vogel. You bring in Anthony Davis, arguably one of the top defenders in the NBA. You have Danny Green. You believe they re-signed Rondo. So it's like either team in L.A. is primed for being exciting and being a team to play for. Because damn show is not going to be fun to play against one of those two teams ever. 
Yeah. But that's like the the good stuff. What sucks is Toronto. Y'all lost. Y'all won and lost in the same year. Obviously, we all know they won because they won the championship. They lost because <laughs> they lost one of the best players in the NBA. He's moving himself in the top five. He's still not number one. LeBron will still stay number one right now. And as much as you want to argue, LeBron's non-playoff season still looks better than 80% of the NBA. Pretty sure it looks better than 90% of the players that made the All-Star team. Looks better than Kevin Durant's season with the better supporting cast. So, yeah, say what you say what you want to say. LeBron's still number one top dog in the league, and you can't be you can be mad about it, but it's not something you can sit there and deny. So, few teams that have actually had some good stuff happen to them. Obviously, Miami lost Hassan Whiteside and got Jimmy Butler, which I'm extremely happy for. I'm kind of glad we got rid of Richardson, too, because everyone was like, oh, my gosh, he was your best player last year. Yeah, he had to be when Drogic was hurt and Winslow was hurt. Someone was like, oh, my gosh, they just gave him up and sent him to Philly, blah, blah. Nah, I'd take that chance. Especially when Winslow, I believe, had a career high in assists when they moved him to the one. Which means that gives you more... That gives you a lot of of room to do a lot of more play schemes. And don't get me wrong, Portland won in that, like, as far as on the court talent-wise. I don't know about pocket-wise, but you give Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum a rim protector to where they can actually get up into somebody's shit and try to play defense, it's a different ball game. Brody to Houston, that's probably going to work out better than everyone thinks because the only other person that was able to play point guard when it was KD... Westbrook and James Harden was James Harden when he was coming off the bench. And they played good together, but they're both volume shooters. So that could be a a big, big boy downfall. The Warriors I'm excited about just off the fact that they continue to add firepower. And everyone's just like, oh my gosh, they lost KD. They're not going to be the same. BS. They just added an all-star who took the Nets to the playoffs last year. Yeah, they might have lost one of the greatest scorers ever. But the way that system is built, they're going to be fine. They're beatable, but they're going to be fine. My biggest thing of the 
probably the summer. Whew. Doesn't even involve basketball. It involves what happened probably like two hours ago with Antonio Brown getting released. Don't know the full, full story yet. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more going to it. And not really a big fan of the Raiders. Obviously, their head coach, John Gruden, came into town and ruined the Bucks. Yeah, he got a Super Bowl off of Tony Dungy's hard work. He just had somewhat of a decent offense and knew the Raiders' playbook when they played. But we're not going to talk about that right now because that will get me in a bad mood. A lot of the anime that's come out that I've actually been watching, I've actually got a few that I haven't had a chance to talk about since my last episode. And more so is just because I haven't really been here to tell y'all about it. But I mean, what what has ended since last time we talked? Attack on Titan. Oh, man. If any of you have friends that read the manga, y'all should do better than me because I be wanting to know everything, especially with the show. Like, they'll be like, oh, this, this, and this is supposed to happen. Yeah, so... The way Attack on Titan ended, I'm starting to see what my homeboy was telling me about because Aaron about to do some stuff. Aaron is going to do some stuff to where you're going to be like, wow. But when you look back at how everything unfolded, it'll start to make sense. They don't need to take, you know, forever to start, you know, this next season. But the season ending for One Punch Man was legitimately not exciting because Saitama finally shows up at with the heroes and the main villain gets away. So that wasn't, it wasn't exciting, but it wasn't depressing. It was like, uh, okay, this is probably the only way it could have ended, but it left so much in question. Like, Garo has become my favorite, you know, character behind Satama. Like, Garo done fought seven heroes. Nah, he actually fought probably like 12. He fought about, what, seven or eight at one time. And was injured. And then had to turn around and fight Genos. And was giving Genos buckets. Just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch this, catch that. <clears throat> but the way season two ended for One Punch is, is leaving me kind of wondering where do they pick up at? Because the way it ends, obviously, Garl gets saved by the Monster Association. And we know Garl hates the heroes, and obviously the monsters hate the heroes. And Garl doesn't want to join the monsters off the fact that... He is, um, he wants to win on his own. So it's like, how does all of that work out? How is it going to work out? Is Garo really even going to join the monsters or is he going to turn around and somehow have a revelation and be a hero? It's kind of scary to think about. But at the same time, it just leaves you wondering, what is he going to do?
a few of the new animes I've started watching happen to be uh, Dr. Stone, which is damn good. It's almost, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's almost just like the whole world got petrified, turned into stone. And this one kid ends up coming out of the stone like 3,700,000, however many years later. And starts to unpetrify people, you know, finds a way to, you know, break people out of the stone and rebuild humanity. And obviously you always have that one rogue person they happen to, you know, break free. And he wants to just free all the people who aren't adults or who are kind-hearted people. So it's it's a good show. As far as I'm concerned, I like it. Which doesn't say much too often. Other show is To the Abandoned Sacred Beast. That's been freaking good. It's been amazing. And this is about a war between like the North and the South. And I believe the South is losing the war. And they have this new technology that can turn people from humans into beasts. And they can turn themselves right back into human. And the beast side of them, the more they transform, it started to take over. And they made this vow that if I start to lose my humanity, I'm going to need you to kill me. And one of the pretty much the antagonists of it, well, the villain of it pretty much is like, yeah, I agree to it. And then when he starts to have more often, he's like, nah, we just finna start to run the whole country. And the main character, Hank, happens to have to do all the dirty work and he goes around and he has to kill everybody. I think I'm on episode like nine or ten. I hope I'm right about that. But the most recent one outside of those two has been Fire Force, which has been damn good. Like, I might be I might be addicted to Fire Force just as much as I'm addicted to Demon Slayer. I'm not going to say nothing about Demon Slayer, to be completely honest, anymore. If you haven't watched it, just know you need to watch it. So... With that being said, I always got to talk about the one thing that makes me happy outside of watching anime and playing ball is this music thing. Chance's album came out. I still haven't really got a chance to listen to it the way I want to. But that Ross Port of Miami 2, everything I needed it to be. Listen to it front to back, back to front random, whatever. And to me, there's a no-skip policy for that album. Favorite song is Vegas Residency. Really don't have much to say about it. The Vision finally came out with a few songs. I'm definitely happy about that. Obviously, I love my freaking R&B. Navon Trail, like we said, is back. His album, The Raw Sound Volume 1, was great. It was amazing. It was exactly everything that I expected from him. And 
Young Jeezy finally came out with 104. I've listened to it here and there, but I haven't sat and listened to it, and I feel like that's what I'm going to have to do. Because I think that with me, that's how some of Jeezy's albums have just come across. I've actually had to sit and listen to it, and then I turn around and I catch myself just like, yeah, this album is definitely fire as hell. But somebody I'm actually glad I got put on to was Anderson Pat. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And he's amazing. He's a great freaking artist. And all the music that he's put out that I've listened to so far, it's been fire. That tense with him and Kendrick Lamar, when I see they had a song together, it's on repeat. But that's that's what that's what's been going on with me. No, I apologize again for not putting out content like I said I would, but I promise you, now that I'm back where I need to be and doing what I need to do, y'all are going to definitely get more of me. You know, Slim Skywalker is not about to let y'all down no more. So, obviously, like I said, my goals for my podcast, especially the music part, is just highlighting a lot of our talent here in Tampa. And we have a lot of it. So just know within the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have a few people on here. Y'all are definitely going to want to check it out. And just everybody, I want y'all to be safe, especially during this hurricane season. And I'm not talking about Miami football either because, yeah, they not what they need to be. I'm going to get some backlash, especially because I'm a Gator fan. But like I say, it is what it is. But... Welcome back. Slim Skywalker is back here in Spanish. Yes. It's definitely it's definitely going down. So be on the lookout. More so just be ready for what's about to happen because it's about to get real good and real juicy. I'ma definitely try to get some exclusive music, especially from here from Tampa. Alright, y'all appreciate y'all listening in. And hey, Slim Skywalker out. <laughs>